Hello and welcome to the Oi Let's Talk podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Gemma. Two friends talking fitness, mindset, business and everything else in between. We really mean everything. Expect banter, education and organised chaos. Your new podcast besties. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Oil Let's Talk potty. We have a lot of things to talk about before we get into the juiciness of today's episode. And the first being, mum and dad got engaged. We got engaged. I was actually so, as I already said to you, but I'll say to the listeners, I honestly wasn't expecting it. I didn't go over because we've just come back from three weeks in Italy. Paint the picture for the listeners. The picture is, it's our first Euro trip for me ever and for us together. And we are frolicking around, having the time of our lives. We get onto a yacht and we're just, even an hour before the engagement happened, I turned to Ben and I said, I'm creating a core memory because I was having such a good time. <laughs> such so a good time. And then another Aww. picture to paint was as soon as I got on the boat, I projectile vomited everywhere because I had oh, seasickness. Slay. Awesome. <laughs> um, but once I got over that, I was having the best day. And then, yeah, it was just honestly could not be more perfect. So a Melfi Coast Positano, on a yacht. On a yacht. Oh, like the could dream. not Could not be better. The was, dream. Yeah, it was honestly so perfect. Can I paint the picture of how I found out about the engagement? I'm so sorry, yes. So obviously the time difference. I was in Bali at the time and obviously you're in Europe, so time difference. One of us is sleeping, one of us is awake. So I get a message of a photo being like, oh, mate, not even anything. I think it was just a photo. I think there was like no context. There was no context. It was a photo of you bent on a knee and you hugging him or something like that. Yeah. And I replied like, oh, my fucking God. I start crying. I'm messaging Jem being like, oh, my God, I'm trying to call her nothing. I went to sleep. You actually ghosted me for 13 hours. So for 13 hours, I was like, oh my God, is she engaged? Like, obviously you were, but I was like panicking. Yeah. Like, answer my fucking call. I'm so sorry. Anyways. But the best time, the best news, and yeah. Mum and dad are engaged. (gasps) So excited. Love. The second announcement that we have, or second thing we need to talk about is, guys, we've listened. We've listened. We have listened to your feedback Mm. and we are going episode a week boom mic drop <laughs> i was gonna go slay <laughs> one of these yeah i was gonna go slay but then i was like i say that way too much no. everyone's gonna get sick of it but go for it yeah weekly episodes yep. so you guys can expect them to drop sunday 6 p.m every single week just in time for your hot girl summer walk absolutely it's it means yet. more more topics more episodes we're gonna have some fun guest speakers mm-hmm. in the near future and there's lots of exciting things planned we're also going to spice up the format a little bit yeah we'd love to do a core theme of the podcast as well as two q a questions every episode yeah yeah that's the vibe yeah so welcome i feel like every time we do a podcast we're always like there's something exciting happening because our lives are going on for sure moving it's great i love it today <laughs> we're going to speak about finding your people So more so about in business, in friendship, and just in relationships in general, 
we want to focus on are you trying to, trying too hard to convince the wrong people of your intentions mm. and what you're about and trying to get them to see your point of view or should you be putting more of that energy into just finding new people mm. yeah i love this topic and i feel like it's like a catch-22 because sometimes the answer is yeah you do need to find new people yeah and that can be almost like breaking up yeah not as in like finding new people and dumping your boyfriend guys but I mean like finding new people having relationship breakdowns and actually finding people who challenge you yeah and challenge is I think something that is uncomfortable and that Mm. is not necessarily a reason to shy away from it I really have focused on the last few years of having people around me that I know I can have tough conversations with, Mm. people that I know will steer me in a positive direction. If I um, have, you know, fucked up in some way, I want someone to tell me so then I can improve. I don't don't want to feel stuck and I don't want to go around in that circle. Mm. I agree. And I also think it's really important. And I feel like we've said this on one of our podcast episodes before, but you are the average of the five people that you hang out with or you're the closest to. So make sure those people are good fucking people or they challenge you. Whenever I'm looking at like any sort of relationships or even... I guess it goes back to our last episode as well, where you said, don't take advice for someone who's not in the arena. Yeah. And that's a quote from um, Brene Brown. Yeah. Um, And that's just so important because when you do put yourself out there, say Mm. if it's a business venture or you're doing something new, people will have opinions Mm. and a lot of people you know, if they feel insecure or whether they feel like you doing something, it's making them feel like they're not Mm. doing enough, whatever the intentions are, I think that it's important to think the opinions you should care about should be the people that you look up to and the people who are doing what you want to do. And the rest of it's just noise. And people probably don't even mean to, you know, kind of make little comments. But if you do pay too much attention and if you do tune into that, Mm. it can really psych you out from making big moves. So I think it's really important to just listen to the voices that matter and Again, if they're, not, the if they're not in the arena, then I wouldn't even worry about it. Don't fucking listen to them. Nah. Really. <laughs> I agree. And I think when it comes to like friendships, for example, I still think that this applies as well. Yeah. Because friends are the people that are meant to, in my opinion, be challenging you. Yeah. Holding you to a higher standard, pushing you to do amazing things, not tearing you down, belittling you, constantly questioning, questioning you or making you feel like you have to question your own worth. I think that's huge in friendships. And I know that of as as well as being a female, I also think that that's a point that we need to make. It is huge. Yeah. Naturally, women feel like other women need to be competition, yeah. need to be, you know, if I'm not quote unquote better than this person or they're doing better than me, like I'm going to tall poppy syndrome, cut them at the knees, where if you're finding yourself in these friendships and these relationships, it's time to start looking for new friends. Absolutely. And I also think when we talk about we are the byproduct of the five closest people around mm. you, I it doesn't mean that you have to have like five you know, friends that all have their own businesses and it doesn't have to just be Mm. from that point of view. Like it could just be a diverse range of people who we've all got our own different things going on, but at the core of it, you all have your best interests at heart and you're all going to be honest and supportive because that's Mm. all it comes down to. I literally had somebody ask me an anonymous question on Instagram being like, are all of your friends famous? And I was like, (laughs) So just what? So, what an interesting perception. It's so random. And I was like, I actually don't understand the question. But and in reality, I wish I kind of replied to it and said, 
like regardless of the famous thing that's fucking weird but all of my friends yeah challenge me yeah they're all going after what they want in lives whether they're running their own businesses whether they're working a corporate whether they're a midwife whatever it is they're all moving and they're all fucking go-getters in their own right and they're all good people they're all fucking amazing people like i do not have people in my life that are not fucking amazing yeah and i think something that you can get caught in is say if you're friends with people in high school Mm. and then you go into the workforce and sometimes you outgrow certain friendships which is completely normal if you go down a different direction Mm. or you're just doing things that maybe your high school friends or just friends old friendship circles Mm. are not necessarily doing there may be just a level of not really understanding so it is good to obviously honor the friendships that are good for you Mm. i'm still friends with some of my friends from high school but also don't be afraid to make new connections because the amount of power that are in females supporting other females and having quality friendships of people who understand and support you it just honestly feels like a breath of fresh air and it also just feels like you can do anything if you have Mm. the right people around you Mm. and there's a saying that goes the ones at the bottom are treating everyone like competition. The ones at the top are co-collaborating. Yeah. And I think that is fucking powerful because it's actually true. Do you know what else? Mm. People that are doing shit and making moves are too busy to care about what anybody else is doing. Literally. They're not talking shit. They're not, you know, if you spend all of your time, it's like small minds talk about other people. Yeah. It's facts. Yeah. A hundred percent. Mic drop. That was a mic drop moment. (laughs) We're going to have plenty of those this episode. Plenty of those. I also feel like I'm a walking Pinterest quote folder. I have so many things to say. And they're all just quotes. Yeah, literally me. I'm like, I heard this quote once. And I never know who... Like, I can't say a quote without quoting it by someone. That's like the whole point of a quote. Yeah. And I never give credit where credit's due because I never remember who says it. We've just got the worst memory. (laughs) Literally. And then people probably listen to the episode being like, quote by Kate Morris, because I've just (laughs) said some random fucking quote that someone else has said absolutely not but our intention is good it is it is and i think as well if you are back to the point of like trying to convince people why they should love you accept you nurture you welcome you support you they're not your fucking people yeah like plain and simple they're really not and i feel like any friendship any relationship it goes without saying like the people in my my world i support wholeheartedly i'm loyal as fuck yeah like fiercely loyal yeah sometimes to my detriment but fiercely fucking loyal because that's just the way it is you don't have to convince your friends or convince the people that are closest to you anything and also i feel like say you you do something and you're like oh i wonder if they know that this is my intention or i hope that's perceived the Mm. right way I feel like with your real friends and the people that are in your corner, you don't have to worry about that because they know who you are and they know that you have good intentions. So I believe if you are questioning that, it's most likely coming down to the friendship. Let's go into how this would apply in a business setting and Mm. finding your people because if you're starting business and you just want to get more clients, which Mm. all of us do, you're not necessarily wanting to attract everybody, which you'll come to learn quite quickly because different personality types will flow. And that's really important with building relationships with people. Mm. So I think that it's important to have high standards with communication, with boundaries, with how you both operate and being good with communication as well, Mm. because otherwise it will just all fall apart. So Mm. in business, I think that having this understanding of, putting out there the types of people you want to work with 
So then that's who you attract and not just letting anybody in. And if they're not respecting your boundaries, don't be afraid to refer out. A hundred percent. I also think like in your business, it needs to feel fucking good for you. Like if you're warping your boundaries, you don't have a standard, you're feeling stretched in multiple different directions, whether it's like you're undercharging, you've bent the rules for X amount of clients, or there's somebody who's just coming in who's messaging you a 10 minute voice message at 10 p.m. at night. That's not gonna feel good. And eventually you're gonna start resenting all of this. Yeah, and that's a perfect example of just knowing when to honor the kinds of people you want into your life Mm. and understanding when that isn't the case. Mm. Yeah. How do you find your people if you're feeling lost as a person? Perfect. Right? This is like a really important thing. And what I always say to anyone that I work with who's coming in feeling lost, feeling stuck, feeling stagnant, what are your core values? What do you care about? What do you care about? What do you potentially look up to in other people that you probably have within yourself as well? So finding out or figuring out what your core values actually are is going to help you align a path of the people that you want to bring into your world, call into your world in friendships, relationships, businesses, whatever it is. It's the same thing with like dating, right? Like you have certain things that you want in a relationship that you're not willing to bend rules or boundaries around. Same thing goes for finding your people and finding friendships. It's like, what are those core values? What are your core values? I would say honesty yep. and being able to have, as I said, tough conversations. Yep. I don't want someone to just either be shy of mm. telling me, you know, having those kind of conversations. I think honesty, trust, um, backing me, like I'll back you, you back me. Mm. And like there's, there's some clear ones, like integrity is really big for mm. me, um, doing what's right. Yeah. And... What else have I got? You, what do you I think f- I've got? I feel like loyalty. You didn't yeah. mention loyalty. Okay, loyalty is a we're, massive I, one. Yeah, we're both yeah. very fiercely loyal people, I yeah. think. I think mine are loyalty, respect, yep. s- having a level of support, and also like calling me out on my shit. Yeah. And also integrity and challenging me. Yeah. I don't like people who are, you know, going to go behind your back and talk shit or say X, Y, and Z to other people. It's like if I do something that annoys you, I have friends who literally be like, what the fuck was that, Kate? Like, pull your head in. We're not doing that shit or whatever's going yeah. on. Like, yep. they're the kind of people that I want. Yeah. And equally, I'm the same with my friends as well. Yeah. And I think knowing that you can have those conversations gives you a deeper level of connection mm. with somebody because it's not just surface level. It's actually you want to kind of grow with that person yeah. and get to know them more. And you can only really do that when you feel comfortable enough to actually speak on that level. Mm. A hundred percent. So if you're feeling like you're wanting a turn in your friendships or you're kind of lost or stagnant, figure out your core values, sit down and actually like nut out what it is that you want in a friendship, in a relationship, because that is going to push you in the right direction of finding your people. And don't be afraid to proactively try to network and meet Mm. new people. I know it can sound super scary, especially as we get a little bit older and we kind of get stuck in certain Mm. routines with just work and home yeah but there are people out there that you know are going to align with your values that are going to lift you up and propel you forward so don't ever feel like you're stuck Mm. and think like community groups like join a football team or go to a breathwork session on the beach if you're not wanting to slide into someone's instagram dms but i always liken it to 
we met literally on Instagram. Yeah. We are now recording a podcast together. We do this monthly. We have such a great relationship, such a great friendship. We challenge each other. We constantly push each other. We support each other. Like you guys can also find friends like that if you're just willing to- Put yourself out there. Yeah, step outside your comfort zone and just extend the olive branch as some people would say. And I've said this even with messaging you because we've spoken about this Mm. before, but messaging you is, you know, what if you didn't reply? But some of the situations that I think about and assess is like, what's the worst that could happen? And what's the best that could happen of putting yourself out there? The worst? they don't reply like it's not the end of the world the best I've made a new friendship a connection someone that I get along with really well yeah and the different ways that I've met people over the last few years have Mm. been via social media Mm. via going to courses with other coaches workshops workshops, the gym putting yourself out Mm. there and you know not being afraid to get to know people because that goes really far when you genuinely are listening to what people are interested in that's how you really foster new relationships and that's how you find your people I just finished up my master mastermind for those who don't know i run like a group um business coaching container which i call a mastermind Mastermind. just in case the listen the (laughs) listeners don't know what a mastermind is sometimes they say these words and people probably makes me think of mega mind yeah literally people are probably like what the fuck is a mastermind and that just kind of wrapped up and it's really cool to see so we went there was an element of a retreat on this mastermind and we all went to byron bay and it was just like Honestly, we could probably do a whole episode on that retreat and that mastermind because it was fucking life-changing, not only for me, my business, but also for the women who who joined it. I'm coming next time. Absolutely. Yes. Um, you heard it here first, guys. So that mastermind was incredible, but it's even more incredible seeing the girls that were in the mastermind going out for coffee, going to train. Like they went for a beach walk the other day and all like tagged each other on their, the girls that live in Melbourne. Of course, there's some that aren't in Melbourne, tagged each other on their morning walk. And I was like, they have literally found their people by getting into a room where they obviously felt a little bit fucking uncomfortable and out of their depth to begin with. They have actually transformed the way they have friendships and relationships by putting themselves out there. And every single one of them that came into that mastermind said, I am so fucking nervous. Every single one of them that stepped in on the retreat on the first day were literally shitting their pants. They're going to laugh listening to this episode, (laughs) but they were literally shitting their pants and they walked away with beautiful friendships and beautiful connections that they'll probably be friends for life. It's honestly so beautiful and it can also be that simple. Yeah. Find something that you enjoy Mm. and go to events and meet with people in those communities Mm. because you already know you have something in common. So what have you got to lose really? Amen. All right. Q&A time, baby. Let's do it. This is a great question. So how do you kind of give yourself props for how far you've come when you find it hard? Because often we're focusing so much on what's next Mm. and things that we're striving for that we don't actually celebrate the wins along the way. Mm. Stop to smell the roses. Hey, absolutely. This is a awesome question and one that I probably struggled with a little bit because I'm a forward thinker. I'm a long-term vision kind of gal. As we found out in a couple of episodes ago, I'm a type A personality. Everything is planned. I love that you didn't know that before this for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Me, I was like, I have to Google it. Um, But I'm a type A personality. So everything's planned. Everything's forward thinking. Everything is what next. I'm a high achiever. So for me, this was really like quite a hard thing for me to do. So what I started actually doing, and it sounds like a dog with like a reward system. but I, dog. Yeah, I have like a reward system. So when I hit a certain milestone, whether it's in my business, whether I do something that I'm like, fuck yeah, that felt amazing. I'll actually go and celebrate myself. So that can look like 
buying a Prada handbag. It can look like going out for dinner with my partner. It can look like booking a fucking holiday. It can look like going to a day spa, whatever it is that I feel like I need in that time, I will actually stop and celebrate it. Cause then I can look at these things and be like, that was a milestone. That was a milestone. Fuck yeah. I feel amazing. And it also keeps me in my long-term vision and also pushing forward. So I'm a dog in other words. (laughs) Um, I was actually going to say, I agree in saying that I find this hard as well, Mm. but I have gotten better at it. Mm. Something that I actually realized this week at the start of this year, I wrote 2023 goals and there was like six things there to do with my business, to do with my relationship, mm. to do with like um, just personal goals. Mm. And I hadn't even taken a moment until I opened up this notepad again to realize I had ticked every single thing that was in there, Slay. which is awesome. It's and amazing. I feel so proud, but it took me having written that list mm. and referred back to it to actually be like, wow, the things that I'm doing are accumulating to the larger long-term picture that I'm setting for myself. Mm. And I have tried to do similar in terms of, you know, booking a massage, having a holiday and it being a sense of reward for something that I was, you know, always wished for and Mm. now I've kind of achieved. So I would say making a conscious effort to audit on a monthly basis or a, you know, every six months to just see what have I actually achieved? What did Mm. I want to achieve? And marrying those two up against each other, because if you don't kind of measure it to see what you've done, you're not going to appreciate it. it. So I think it is really good to document it, Mm. whether it be to journal or to just have some kind of vision board. And then as you go through each of those things, do take the time to celebrate yourself, Mm. give yourself props before you then jump forward to the next thing yeah I say it to my clients all the time like when they sign their first online client or when they sign their first 10 online clients or whatever the goal is it's like what are you doing tonight to celebrate like take yourself out for dinner yeah tell your partner to fucking book a nice restaurant go and buy an expensive handbag or whatever it looks like for you and whatever feels good for you in that moment because then you're going to be able to look back and be like fuck I did that well of course I did I'm a bad bitch but like fuck yeah and another layer to this is Mm. if you don't celebrate yourself and if you purely look at everybody's highlight reels and if you purely just compare yourself to the Mm. next person you will never be satisfied yeah because it's never going to measure up if you're comparing your chapter one to we're going to use coaching as an example to someone's chapter 10 they've been doing it for five years etc etc it's just not helpful so i really think it's important to focus inward Mm. on what you want to achieve and what you were doing and make sure along each step of the way you are taking the time out to give yourself props when it is deserved a reward system it's like getting your steps in i say to my clients if you're getting your 10,000 steps and you're finding it hard do a reward system arm and cap at the end of my walk every single day so i feel good about myself and i'm like a dog yeah anyways (laughs) next question all right we're gonna um you go for it how to grow more confidence i can't read it oh no you how to grow more confidence in your business and in your life, in yourself? <sighs> this is a really good one, guys, because confidence is such a thrown about word. I think like people almost overuse it, especially in the coaching space. I feel like we always revert everything back to the coaching space. Of but course just we are. We work in the space. Guys, yes. we're coaches. Yeah. So if you don't like it, 
you can leave. No kidding. Stay, please. I love you all. Please stay. <laughs> please stay. But I feel like confidence is such a thrown around word. And for me, nobody's born confident. Yeah. Confidence is actually a skill that requires time to get good at by putting yourself in rooms where you feel uncomfortable, where you're forced to grow and also having an element of being fucking Delulu. I think of <laughs> me, the delusional bitch, but it's true. It is true. And I, when I think of confidence, I don't think of just surface level, like follow these steps and you're always no. going to feel good. When I think of confidence, I actually think of resilience mm. because I think that when you get comfortable with being uncomfortable and when you do hard things and when you feel like you can do hard things and you know how to come out the mm. other side better off and it just makes you feel like you can handle anything, which then translates to confidence. To so, be confident, yeah. Exactly. So you use the gym as an example. You're scared to go to the gym and then you go to the gym and you feel more confident in that because you've done the hard thing mm. with business, with anything. As long as you kind of continue to put yourself in those uh, in those positions and to build the strength and resilience from showing up when it's hard, I think that is a core part of feeling confident mm. and also identifying that confidence doesn't necessarily mean rosy, I'm great, like no. I always feel good all the time. I think it's identifying that you may not feel like that every single day, Yeah, totally normal. It's not about that. It's about continuing to show up anyway. Yeah. That's what true confidence is yeah, to me. Yeah, it's building that grit, building that resilience, like you said. And it's also not having this expectation where every single day you're going to wake up being like, I'm the baddest bitch alive. I can do anything. It's like some days you're going to wake up and be like, mm, I'm actually not feeling the most confident today. And that's totally okay and totally normal. And I think it's the ability to not be rocked by things. Mm. It's the ability to um, take things as they come forward look at a solution, mm. feel like you can handle things, being that internally confident translates to feeling confident, being confident, self-trust. Self-trust, baby. I feel like the more that you deepen your levels of self-trust, and I honestly bang on about this all the fucking it's time, so but important. it's so important. Like when you deepen your levels of self-trust, it's like, of course, you're going to build your confidence. Of course, you're going to build your resilience. Of course, you're going to build your grit. Of course, you're going to be able to back yourself. And on the flip side, if you didn't have self-trust, and you didn't do things that were hard and you kept yourself in a box, mm. how could you feel confident if you haven't even Done it. exposed yourself yeah. to things that are difficult and realized what you're capable mm. of? Mm. And even like the business aspect of this, like the question around confidence in business, it's like, you're not gonna be confident in business on day one. Like when I started posting on socials and started running my business, when I was like a fresh little, what, like 22 year old with my button up, face-to-face -face fucking shirt on going into the gym. I wasn't confident, I didn't know what I was doing, but the more that you do it, the more that you show up, the more that you push those barriers and boundaries within yourself, all of a sudden you become more confident. You become more exposed to the elements. You get good at what you're doing. You refine your craft. As you refine your craft, you start to learn more and it's just a snowball effect. The other thing that really helped me with business and confidence mm. When I first started, my biggest fear was, what if I create content and it's wrong? Mm. What if I word something a bit weird or, you know, there's not enough context yeah. for social media as it is because it's short form content yeah. with a limited caption, right? And the thing that really helped me overcome that is if I'm wrong, then I have an opportunity to learn. Mm -hmm. If I put myself out there, then I can only get better. 
Mm-hmm. And if I look at it from the mindset of I always have room to grow, then nothing is really going mm. to scare me that much because it's like I'm either going to learn or I'm going to get better. Like there's no downside mm. there. So that really helped me with confidence online because what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm only going to get better the more that I do it. And if I have potentially learned something from someone being like, oh, why don't you try this a different way? Then that's also good. Mm. And I also think when you're on social media, don't be afraid that someone's going to come and chop you at the knees because it's probably going to happen if you're putting yourself out there online and that's also and you cannot live in a world worrying if somebody is going to not like you take what you say the wrong way because when i look at my audience when i'm online i'm using generous interpretation i'm using the fact that if my audience looks at my content and they don't think it's for them and they don't resonate they can scroll on past it actually doesn't matter and they don't need to leave a nasty comment or they don't need to be like, whatever. And if they really don't like it, they can unfollow me. So it's really I, that simple. It's really that simple. And I just, cause this was a thing for me for a long time, actually. Like I was so worried about what if I say the wrong thing or what about if I say something and then it offends somebody and then someone gets upset and whatever. And it's just a snowball effect. But then I thought like, if you're trying to speak to everyone, you're speaking to no one. There is going to be things that I say that people don't agree with. There's also going to be things that I say that people do agree with. And I'm not there to be speaking to everyone, to be liked by everyone all of the time. And if you're too wishy-washy, you resonate with nobody and people like people that stand for Mm. something and are authentic. And you lose that when you try to please everyone. Yeah, 100%. I loved that one. Yeah, it was a bit of a wacko jacko random episode, wasn't it? Yeah, but I I think there's a lot of gems in there, if you don't mind me saying so myself. (laughs) I'm Gemma. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no one's gonna understand that personal joke. Oh no, we have to finish this. Oh, this guys. is the best way to finish this episode. And this has absolutely nothing to do with coaching. Oh, so literally. strap in because oh. I have a funny story for you, aka Kate's gonna tell us how she got hit on yesterday. Okay, so picture this. I am a guest on another podcast. Yes, Gemma, I cheated on you yesterday. I'm so sorry. I've got, I'm doing one next week. Oh, okay, well you're cheating on me. I mean payback's a bitch, <laughs> so isn't it? Sorry. Um I'm driving to this location. I pull up at a set of red lights. I'm vibing. I'm listening to Central C, kind of dancing a little bit, rapping in my zone. I look over. I can feel someone staring at me. I look over to my left and there's a guy on a motorbike and I can see that he keeps looking at me in the car, right? He's probably never seen someone so high on life before, right? So the light goes green and I shouldn't laugh because it's not funny and he could have been seriously injured. But he didn't get injured. He didn't get injured. No one was injured in this story. The light grows green. He takes off, zooms. He does a wheelie. He falls off his bike like a turtle. <laughs> in on slow-mo. His, in slow-mo. On his back, floundering on the ground. His bike is yeeted into the air, goes flying. The plastic guard on it is smashed all over the road in a thousand pieces. His ego is smashed all over the road into a thousand pieces as well. And then what well. do you do? The good Samaritan that I am, because I can't just drive past. My first thought is like, is okay? I'm low-key a bit of a hypochondriac. So I'm like, brain injury. Straight away. I was ready. <laughs> worst possible I know, situation. Worst possible situation. That's where my brain goes. I pulled over. Luckily, there was no... I was on like a four-lane freeway. So yep. like, luckily, there was no cars behind me. So I could... Well, there was, but they were like back. They probably all saw and thought, what the actual fuck is going on? Anyway, so I pulled over, got out of the car. And then I just awkwardly was like are you okay? Because I didn't know what to say. And then he just mumbled like fuck under his breath a couple of times, 
got up. He was like, I'm okay. I was like, do you need me to call an ambulance? And he was like, no, nah, I love it's all good. Gets on his bike. Rides off into the sunset. Rides off into the sunset. How do you recover from that? How do you? I, if I was him, I'd have to be moving countries. <laughs> so you know when you're in a conversation and then you say something and you're like, fuck, why would I say that? Yeah. And you think about it for six months. That's it. He will be thinking about that scenario the rest for of the his life. rest of his life. That is so And then painful. I rocked up 30 minutes late to this podcast that I was at. I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. You'll never believe what happened. And they were like, what? And this is why another reason men give me the ick. So that's an ick If that's thing. not the biggest ick, I don't know. <laughs> Just the vulnerability of like being on his back and you looking over. It was a turtle situation. So anyways, guys, that wraps up (laughs) episode 14. Thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy today's podcast, please don't forget to rate us five stars. It helps us reach more people, create wide impact, and also tag us on yeah, social media. Tag us on socials. Coach Gemma, I forgot what my Instagram handle was. Coach Gemma, Kate Morris PT. Underscore PT. Wow. Wow. Are you okay? I don't know. I think I need another coffee. Yeah. Oi, let's talk. Uh, yeah, at Oi, let's talk. And we love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.